Hey guys, uh, we're back with another episode for our podcast. This is episode 12. Um, I'm going to be talking to you guys about our trip that happened a couple uh, weeks ago called MIT, our missions immersion trip. Yeah, just to expand on that, we have, oh, with me is Will and Kelly. Hi. Oh. <laughs> 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 Oh, yeah. So, yeah, expanding on our trip and what we do and stuff, we have our vice president, Kelly. (laughs) Hello. Vote for me next semester. I'm just kidding. (laughs) New term. New term, (laughs) Kelly. Um, Yeah, so our MIT, our ministry emergence trip is um, our ministry emergence trip is a week long um, trip that we take, whether it be to other a different reservation or maybe even helping out like um, past IBC alumni and just kind of serving them and really putting into practice what we learn at the school, really serving, learning how to, I guess, just getting a taste of what missions really is. And it's really cool because it puts into practice IBC's mission statement of not being the missions field, but being a missions force and really going out and helping others too. So it's really cool. All right, yeah, so, like, just, yeah, like, um, the trip was a couple weeks ago, so I'm trying to remember it myself, but uh, just a little recap of what we did. We did a youth night at, uh, I... Um, the Karen Youth Group. Um, well, Karen is the people group, but... We did that. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, it was just cool being a part of that, seeing these young youth um, being able, or, like, you know, really lifting up the Lord and, like, in worship... And it was crazy because the kids that sat by me, like, they were, like, singing on the top of their lungs. I was like, dang, here I'm just all whispering. (laughs) But uh, these kids just, like, singing their heart out, you know, really just praising the Lord, which was really cool. And just their passion and their, like, love for Christ and how they express it and how they show it is just amazing. And then uh, the next day we went to refugees' apartment complexes. Uh, we'll, we'll share that a little bit more down you know, a little bit later. And what was just simply just what we did is that um, uh, local people there, they um, they had a little, if you're a native, you get it. We do giveaways. You know, you put a little tarp or blanket on the ground. You put all the stuff on there, and then everyone comes out and picks what they want. <laughs> That's kind of what we did with the refugees. And then... Um, the second place, I forget the name. Of, oh, the first apartment complex we went to was uh, Afghanistan group, the Afghanistan people. And then the second one, I forgot how to pronounce it. Do you remember how to pronounce it? Um, I know there were refugees from like the Congo and like <clears throat> South America around around there. Um, I'm not entirely sure though. That one was a uh, that one's pretty intense. You know, the kids were. Uh, full naughty. of yeah naughty <laughs> and just full of energy i was like oh man so if you're doing children children's ministry props to you mm. <laughs> hey that's definitely not for me <laughs> oh yeah what else did we do we also uh, uh it was a sunday we led a church service for a man named uh neil price he's uh i forgot his exact location but i'm sorry i'm getting a little distracted here we we actually have a guest. We have a guest here. Luke, come here. 
Um, so I'm I'm actually dog sitting, house sitting for um, a friend of uh, IBC, and they have a dog. His name's Luke. He's right here. So if we're distracted, sorry. He's a big boy. So if we don't pay attention to him, he's going to howl at us. So. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's like, pet me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but we we led a church service and it was all student led um so like yeah we had some a student led worship uh, we had a team full students all students uh leading a worship team out of all of the you know the years I've been here I never saw that um it was always just Daniel and and every other student but Daniel wasn't a part of it and it was just, yeah that was actually cool to see um IBC mixtape coming soon yeah, yeah. I'll stay on the Demo. lookout for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, um, yeah, I think we had uh, two guys uh, share the message, and, and that was pretty good as well. And then the next day, we hopped out at that same church with Pastor Neil, um, did a lot of yard work, landscaping, and um, went to a landfill. That was gross. Um, got poked by a bunch of thorns. Um, a lot of things happened, and that was actually pretty fun, too. Pretty tiring, though. And then uh, worked at UIM. Uh, do you also want to explain UIM, Kelly? So UIM stands for United Indian Missions, um, and I actually have their purpose statement pulled up right here. So the purpose of UIM shall be to establish and strengthen churches among Native, Mexican, Hispanic, and Cuban communities of North America built on the scriptures and functioning within their cultural orientation. Um, so we were able to connect with them down um, in in Phoenix and um, clean up, help help around their little campus. And, like, they have a little missionary um, place where, like, other, whether it's, like, missions, families, or, like, people can come and stay um, if they need to. And it's a very beautiful property. I really liked it. They had, like, orange orange and grapefruit trees, I think, and lemons. And, <clears throat> and it, was, it was really cool to see, like, Will Will Fellows. He's the, um, <laughs> I saw him looking at you. That's yeah, so what he's been doing the whole time. I was like, I don't know why he's looking at me. Okay. okay. Uh, so <laughs> it was really cool to see Will Fellows and his, um, just seeing his heart and, like, how him and his wife, like, they run that whole property, and it's really, it's crazy, like, seeing him put that much, like, care and putting that much care um, into his facilities when it's just them. Um, but it was cool to connect with them and even help out around um, their campus, his campus, so. Yeah, it was also cool, too, like, because he gave us a pretty good price for all of us to stay there as well, and just because... It's a lot cheaper than a hotel, Airbnb. He really, yeah, Will really hooked it up on that one. Um, so, yeah, we worked at his. So we were able to do also landscape yard work for him. And then uh, we also at the and then the, the following day after that one, we also, jeez, um, I'm like blinking out here. Uh, we still continue to work on the UIM and then, we also went out to, you know, the recent podcast you guys listened to was uh, Tina and Luke. We actually went out to Luke's family's, uh, his church home, and we had to help out with his church and get to meet uh, Luke's family. And 
got a bunch of Luke vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was actually pretty cool being able to serve him and or serve their family in that way. Not the, not the dog yeah, Luke. Yeah. We're talking about Tina, yeah. Tina and Luke Lassalu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is Luke Johnson. Yeah, Luke Johnson, the husky. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so like, man, it was, there was some, you know, like labor, yard work stuff. It was also a lot of like socializing because, um, you know, I'm a big introvert and that killed me like crazy. I was like, people. Yeah, yeah man. This, <laughs> I, I would, I was saying, well, I was kind of alluding to this the whole week of, it. the week was so tiring. Like it was just like one of the most um, tired tiring MITs I've ever been on. I mean, obviously we have our other MITs where like we do the manual labor and we're around each other. We get to kind of converse with the people we're working with and who we're serving. But this one, it was more like we're actually going into it and we're, we're like, uh, yeah, really socializing and talking to people, (laughs) not like doing side projects, but it was, it was very draining. It was a very, very draining week. Um, but it was really good too. All right. So what we're going to do next is we're going to talk about, um, this is open to me, Michael and Kelly. Um, what was your takeaway from MIT? A highlight, a challenge, a high, a low, a complaint. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so you can stop petting the dog, Michael. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Michael, you want to join this podcast? Yeah, so <laughs> Michael's just over here really just petting Luke. <laughs> But if we don't pet Luke, he's going to howl. So you may hear some howling in this podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, what do you got to say, Michael? Um, yeah, so for me, this year's MIT was uh, uh, it was pretty fun. Um, yeah, the student body really isn't that big. You know, when people hear college, they think, oh, like there's a bunch of kids and like over a lot. <laughs> like Like more... I don't know, like there's a lot of kids or students, but IBC is actually pretty small. There's not more than, we barely even break 20. So yeah, it's a pretty small school. So being able to hang out with other students that I don't really hang out with, mainly because um, I'm either, I'm either, what do you call it, uh, inside, like doing nothing. <laughs> or yeah, I work for the school, so I make soap. So I'm either like yeah doing like stuff like that, but for the most part I'm just keeping to myself because um, it's like schoolwork um, that I usually procrastinate to some sometimes. But yeah, so I'm not really able to talk to a lot of the student here, just the ones that you know I hang around with the most, which is mo- mainly the guys because like the dorms. <laughs> but um, um, we have like some events. So, yeah, I don't really get to hang out with much of the student body as, like, I kind of hope to. Um, so being on the MIT allowed me to do that, to be able to hang out with some people, get to know some people, and really just be in that community because, like, kind of IBC's main thing is community. So being able to talk to other people and, like, find some common interests and stuff and really just hang out with them. So, But the places we went to have been pretty cool, too. Uh, I've never, yeah, I've never been to one. So seeing an environment like that, like it was like a small little community. And I was like, whoa, like, like how, like how do they make it work? (laughs) Um, So it's been, 
it was it was pretty crazy actually, <clears throat> actually. but seeing them uh seeing them in the way that they live was uh yeah just seeing that the way they live was actually you know pretty uh kind of hard to see uh just from the way I grew up so it <clears throat> it wasn't so much like I wouldn't say like a new thing I saw yeah, I, I grew up in a really kind of like property. I don't know what you want. You want me to pet you again? I can pet you. Come here. I'll pet you. Come here. There you go. Yeah, so I grew up in like a really, I guess, low income poverty kind of base home. And it was really traditional too. So like we had no electricity, water, anything like that. So I remember there would be church people that would come to our village sometimes and basically do the exact same thing. They would lay out a tarp thing full of food or not food. <laughs> Sorry, I'm hungry. <laughs> full of clothes and like just different things and stuff like that. And the village people will come out to like see what's going on. And like there'll be fights and all that and stuff like that because they want something and yeah, like, and people will be taking more than they really need. So, yeah, I've been in, like, situations like that before. Um, one time they did a raffle and kind of my sister won a sewing machine, so <laughs> that was dope. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just being in that situation like that and how they were in kind of brought back, like, just memories from when I used to partake in those and stuff. And so when I came to Flagstaff in 2019, I got I got lavished, I got l bougie lifestyle had running water could plug in my phone whenever i wanted to electricity. yeah electricity man running water yeah <laughs> so i could flush delicacy but um yeah <clears throat> so just things like that i like uh made me reflect and how much i've um what do you call it kind of th things i take for granted it also kind of uh brought me back to my roots <laughs> yeah because i came here and I kind of started living like in a way that I always wanted to live. And from that kind of just, um, I don't know, like it kind of changed who I, who I was. And so like I went home a couple of days ago and like I saw the way I used to live and on the way home, I was talking to my sister about it and I was like, man, I was like, I don't, <laughs> I honestly don't think I could live like that again. Um, like, like it was just hard for me. So seeing them like, yeah, in the way situation that they were kind of like brought some hurt <laughs> and just felt, I don't know, it was like sadness. <laughs> but so what I did too was I was able to do a sketchboard kind of evangelist kind of thing. So I was able to put up this cool little thing and paint on it and really just present like the gospel to the kids. And that was really fun. Um, I also did like this little illusion book <laughs> that blew their minds <laughs> blew my mind too um yeah so it was it was really fun but throughout the rest of the week yeah um yeah it was, it was really I really enjoyed it being able to talk to other people and um just connect connecting with them so that's I think what I have for now I'm not entirely sure <laughs> I'm distracted yeah please keep petting dogs so I won't throw an attitude <laughs> what about you Kelly um, for me, I think, I don't know, it was a very mixed MIT for me. Um, I had a lot of, you know, there was good and then there was also the, the hard times of 
um, strained relationships just because like uh, it's just a really stressful week. Um, and like people, I, I remember people kept asking me like, how does it feel to like see see this kind of come together because being on student council and vice president, like you're doing a really uh, good chunk along with like your other team members, you're doing a good chunk of the planning and you're basically trying to figure out um, who, what we're doing, um, who we're contact, who we're in contact with. Um, So just kind of, honestly, it was just kind of like a riding the wave thing throughout the whole entire week. Um, we, sometimes we wouldn't even know like what, what we were doing until either the day of or the night before. And we're, it was just really trust. I think this MIT really allowed me to, or it pushed me to put my trust in the Lord more, um, knowing that I, so I'm kind of like a control freak. Um, so it's really hard for me not to know what we're going to do, what we're going to do or like what our next move is, who we're talking to and just the minute details of that. It's really hard. Um, so I was, I was pretty stressed and obviously I, I kind of took that out on my peers and it, it wasn't, it wasn't good, but I, I was very thankful for their patience with me. And I think just through that, I was, that was a really good, uh, highlight as well. Like seeing people having grace with me where even like, I feel like I didn't deserve it. Um, and then even like the student body having patience as well and just kind of rolling with the punches. I think that was very, um, that was a very encouraging um, thing to see. Um, and I, one more thing, <laughs> um, with the refugees, like Af- the Afghani res- refugees and then with the two different apartment complexes, it was very, um, it was a reality check, honestly. Because um, as Michael said, like we kind of know what that's like, but d- this was just kind of something different. Um to me, at least, it just seemed like it humbled me to see beyond my own circumstances <laughs> um, and to see how much, yeah, how much I'm grateful for, but how much to really pray for people um, and to really just having a, a, a bigger heart for those who are coming out of war, who are refugees and who aren't even like, I mean, I can't even imagine having to leave from your country with honestly probably just the clothes on your back and your children and coming to a country where you don't know the language, you don't know the culture, you don't know anything. Um, And it's just, it's a very sobering thought to me. Um, And I praise God like that we don't have to, we don't have to deal with that. I mean, as natives, you know, we can look back to the historical trauma, the historical removal of, of us, but like we can kind of relate in that sense of being, you know, torn from your home and just, you know, being replaced or being placed somewhere. And um, it's, I I really enjoyed it. Oh, I enjoyed it, but I, I had a hard time with it. Um and just it helps us see like outside even as natives like we can become so focused on like our own plight and our own like hurt where we're just like uh natives 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 but then you see this and you see these people hurting and you're like wait it's not just about us and I know for me I can have tunnel vision I can have that tunnel vision of um focusing on our own hurt my own hurt 
and not really seeing others. Um, so it was a it was a really good um, time, I guess. So yeah, I would say um, the biggest like highlight was I was really blindsided just within the first two days because of these uh, you know these youth these. Uh, you know, like youth and then also like uh, little kids as well. These little kids are about sitting, they're about sitting about maybe a row ahead of me or maybe two rows ahead of me. And, you know, they're singing uh, the worship song. I forgot the name of the worship song, it slipped my head. But powerful lyrics like, through the storm, like, I will be still and know you're God. And I was like, oh man, like those lyrics just really struck me and, Seeing these, uh, these, you know, these young kids and little kids, like, really just singing on top of their heart. And I was uh, standing next to Jerry, and I was already all, like, literally, I was all crying. I was like, this is so, this is beautiful. And, um, yeah, like, how we talked about the apartment complexes. um, For me personally, like, I really never saw that at all in my life, where... Um, like the, just to name a few things that were on the you know on the ground for these people to take. It was like you know some old clothes. These clothes had stains on them. They you know they weren't clean. Uh, like I remember uh, Cornell. Cornell was all looking. <laughs> Cornell was all looking at what they're all getting. Cornell pulled out a, a cassette tape. <laughs> and I was like, dang, I haven't seen those in a long time. Like, I was like, I know. And I was like, dang. But, like, this is, like, the stuff that they were giving out, you know. And literally the uh, the Afghanistan, the people were surrounded, all of us, while we're laying all this on the ground. They were just waiting for us to, like, okay, go ahead, you know. And as soon as they got the okay to, you know, to go through all the stuff, man, they were, like, they were – they went when they went in and um i really, I really liked how Tim thought of it because I thought the same way you know like when you see those like Black Friday videos um or people in stores fighting over a TV or fighting over a game console yeah so like these guys weren't fighting over you know like TVs or ps5s or game consoles chill chill Luke Anyways, Luke, Luke's distracting. I'm sorry, guys, but uh, <laughs> Luke, chill out. Let me let me finish. <laughs> That's what really blew my mind. Like they weren't fighting over um, these like like a TV and stuff. Like they were literally <laughs> they were literally fighting over something <laughs> that was handed down or thrown away. So I feel like Luke is just killing the moment. It's not as deep it should be, but uh. <laughs> That's just really, like, it just blew my mind because, like, yeah, they weren't fighting over something brand new or, but they looked at it as, you know, treasure. They're like, they looked at it like, man, this is awesome, you know. And, yeah, there was a little altercation that went down and these two guys were fighting over something and, yeah, it was pretty heated. But at the same time, though, like, it was just all new to me. Like, I'd never seen that before. I haven't even seen that at powwows, you know. <laughs> like, like, 
Not that I'm like trying to be funny, but like, yeah, I literally never saw that at Powerhouse. Um, people fighting over something. But. Oh <laughs> Gallup. Yeah, Michael knows a lot about Gallup. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but yeah, that was just really big takeaway for me because I never really thought about that and never really experienced anything like that. And kind of just, it just made me realize, like, it was, it really, like, broke my heart, too, because, you know, there was a lot of kids there, like Michael was saying, he was sharing uh, this uh, sketchboard with the kids, and, you know, like, some of those kids were probably at least, you know, well, they were kids, but, you know, some of them probably were my son's age, and I would not imagine, like, what, I can't imagine like seeing my son go through that. It would like kill me. And but it really just made my heart break for, you know, these kids cuz they're not aware of what's really happening or why they had to leave their country. They just did what their parents were doing and sometimes and some of them may have lost their parents as well. So, yeah, it was it was a whole new experience for me and yeah, I always, like, just how, like, how Kelly said, like, yeah, it's not just, you know, natives that are going through it. It's, like, these people from Afghanistan are really going through it as well. And that's what tripped me out, too, because, you know, going to Phoenix, I only go there just to get in and out or, you know, something else. But I did not know that these apartment complexes are even there in Phoenix, and that's what even blew my mind even more. It was just, MIT was just really different. Yeah, so this year's MIT was a little bit different for everybody, Um, just because, like, how Kelly was mentioning in the beginning, that we do things kind of differently. So we kind of go to, like, a church or someplace, and we just help out and stuff. But I don't, uh, well, just in the two times I've done this, it's been like that. Um, I don't know, I don't know about Will, but, like, if this is the first time where we've actually gone two different places and that such a runaround like this before. First time. He said first time. <laughs> so I don't think the mic could catch that part, but it's too late. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, this was like he's, he said his first time, just uh, the way they did, did things and stuff. So I think it was a great experience for everybody there to experience an experience such as this experience that we're experiencing. <laughs> yeah, so if you were to experience it, I, I'd recommend experiencing it. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> That's good. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so just to close this, I don't know if you have anything else to say, Kelly. Well, she's good, so no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, okay. Um, yeah, so just to end out this little episode that we have, just want to thank you guys for listening. And so just to reflect, for all the listeners out there, yeah, just kind of everything that we kind of spoke about and stuff, um, just kind of reflecting on that, just, you know, taking the time throughout this week to really just look at the place where you live, just the appreciation that comes with it. Because um, I know I I used to, I want to say hate the place I lived, just like I just didn't like the situation I was in. And now after experiencing all that, I will, it, it allowed me to appreciate what I have now and to not take anything for granted. So yeah, there's real world, real, real world events going on out in the world. And there are things that are happening that 
are the things that we you know we imagine, but things that are real reality to other people and to just really just reflect on that and just, you know, the appreciation that comes with it to, you know, the people around you to be, you know, thankful for them. And, you know, if there's anybody out there who, you know, you don't really see, I would say, you know, check on them, <laughs> text them, call them, send an owl or something like that, you know, whatever gets the message across. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, just really just the appreciation of that, what we all have. Um, yeah. So as we bring this to a close, I will say thank y'all. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>